When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. I hope everyone is having a great week. Uh, We know, obviously, a lot of people out there that have been affected either directly or indirectly with the coronavirus that we hope that you are staying home and being safe. Here at Sustainable Success, we always put people first and families. So again, uh, if you are looking for some more information, there there is a lot here. You could get here at Voice America through a lot of the different hosts here. Uh, Feel free to reach out to us at Sustainable Success. Uh, on the Voice America Influencers channel or our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Feel free to send us a message. If there's any way we could help you in your situation, we'd be more than happy to do so. These are some trying times, but also a, a, a time that we can reflect and reset and can be a blessing and opportunity in disguise and what we can do for ourselves to empower others to be great at what they do. So this is a time that we could all come together, even though we physically can't be together, uh, you know, with social distancing, but we can come together virtually to do bigger and better things. Uh, Today's show is being brought to you by Empowered Fathers in Action, or EFA Movement, a 501c3 organization dedicated to strengthening the father-son bonding process and also helping families to create interdependent family structures in terms of communication, uh, relationship building, and behavioral modification. This is all uh, through uh, getting to the root cause of limited beliefs so that you can be better examples for your children to break those codependent uh, behaviors. With the, check them out at efamovement.org. That's efamovement.org. Today, uh, we have a great guest today, and his name is Ryan Redino. We're going to be talking about uh, from childhood hobby into sustainable success. And before I introduce Ryan, I want to give a, a background about him. Uh, having cooked for some of the most notable names in the industry, Ashton Kushner, Diddy, Ben Affleck, Will Smith, Therese Gibson, Robert Smith, also for you know organizations like Mercedes-Benz, Lamborghini, the L.A. Philharmonic, and more. It's no wonder why Chef Ryan Rodino is taking and shaking up the restaurant industry with his line of cookbooks, spices, and rubs, and bringing elegant dishes, bold flavor, and simple technique to the home. He's making his lavish recipes available to people across the U.S. as he offers some trade secrets training through simple techniques, tips, and tricks, and revealing signature recipes for all ages. With a passion for French, Italian, and regional American cuisine, he focus remains on local sustainable cuisine with a strong emphasis on bold flavors, not to mention the love of New Orleans cuisine and fresh California flavors. Without further ado, we welcome Ryan Rondino to the show. Ryan, how you doing today? Good. How you doing? Great. Well, it's a pleasure to have you today. And uh, yeah, well, you know, I'll tell you, I'm personally me. I love food. I love good, great cuisine and good food. Matter of fact, I always say that my wife is could have been a chef herself. She's she's a lawyer, but but she's a chef, but she's a fabulous cook. And I always appreciate people who can cook really well. And you are obviously one of them. And so we wanted to talk about, you know, you know, when we talk about hobbies, we talk about, you know, things that, you know, we do in our childhood and, you know, things that, you know, when oftentimes kids talk about, yeah, you know, I love to do this. I love to do that. But then later on in life, it actually becomes like a reality. And actually, you've made it into not only a career and a business, but something that, again, empowers other people to do, you know, find that within themselves to do the same. Discuss like your journey you know, from childhood, how you got into cooking? Um, well, I, I I got into cooking, well, for one, uh, my grandfather was a um, chef for one. So that's how, you know, the, the foundation was laid um, inadvertently because, you know, you, your parents worked, so you was always by your grandparents' house, just hanging around. So, you know, uh, inadvertently, I would, he would have me, Peel corn, shuck beans, 
doing this thing, not knowing that it was something that was being instilled in you, not knowing that it was something that I would use to this day, uh, not only as a hobby, but as a, as a, um, as a business. So, uh, within that, you know, just started messing around in the kitchen around 10 years old, cooking breakfast, things like that. Um, still, still the same, same thought process is just a hobby. You know, I, I'm, you know, I have brothers, sometimes cousins come over, all boys, we're hungry. Everybody wants to eat. So, you know, just mess around, cook a little breakfast, and um, that that became that. But I became, uh, you know, one day we were just cooking breakfast, and yeah. uh, my cousin, he just he just tells me, he's like, I think you're going to be a chef one day. I just look at him like, okay, whatever. But <laughs> it's... <laughs> It, it, it was it was a manifestation that was you know being instilled in me to um, do do what I'm doing today. So now um, uh, fast forward a little bit. Um, I went to culinary school, uh, Chef John Foles Culinary Institute, to where uh, it was really instilled the techniques, the drives, different uh, regional cuisines, French, Italian. Um, Spanish, uh, Louisiana, Cajun Creole cuisine. So this is what um, some things of what, what has become today. Wow, it's great. So describe, like, like you said, it just kind of started when you were, you know, making breakfast for you know family, friends, and so forth. And, you know, like, so describe, like, what was that feeling for you? Like, what did it do for you? Was it more or less kind of like, hey, somebody, you know, like, you know, that you just you saw your grandfather. He was a, a chef himself, but what was that feeling that you got when you were actually, you know, when you're out there, you know, when you were doing it at that age? Uh, no, it was, it was, it was a great experience. I mean, just, just like a child doing anything, you're, you're, you're inquisitive on how something works, how, how food works, how, well, I mean, whatever that interest lies, um, for you, but, uh, food, food was it for me. So how, how, how does it work? What happens when you shut beans, you know, freshness versus have something that's frozen or something that's coming out of a can? Yeah. You know, um, the, the, the quality difference, the, the taste, you know, so those, those things became inquisitive to me, you know, um, seasoning, how to properly season your food, you know, those, you know, it was, which was the, the mantra in, you know, season your food or just don't cook it at all. You know, so that that was a um, main staple just just growing up as a, as a kid. So these things I learned that I really valued as um, as as a child. So I, I took wow. it I, I took it as a responsibility. So okay, if 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 I'm going to get serious about this, I have to really uh, you know put my all into it. You know, but still mentally, it was just a hobby. But you know, it, it became a focus as as I grew grew up. Wow! And like I said, when you were growing up, I you know, like I know, like sometimes when children, you know, gravitate to something and and then it ends up becoming a career. Sometimes along the way, you know, there might be people that might say, "Well, hey, you know, you 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 got to you know you got to you know when you grow up, you got to do what other people do. You know, you go to college, you, you, you get a degree in something, you go, you go to uh, do this. In this case, like you went to culinary school, right? And, and yes. so were there, were there any, anybody that, you know, questioned, you know, your hobby and, and turning that hobby into, you know, your passion and your career? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there were people that were questioned because there were people that didn't know. Uh, yeah. There were people that, um, that looked at me, it looked at the food, it looked at me, it looked at the food back and forth. It's like, nah. So maybe he's going through a phase, you know, he'll he'll get out of it. But um they they didn't realize uh the the passion that was really in me until, you know, they really saw me progress as a chef. So that's when they started to take it seriously. So okay, he he has something. He can do this, he can do that. But, you know, let's let let's put him to the test. Wow. So what, what um, did you go ahead? Go keep going. Sorry, at, at, uh, 18, 18, you know, that, that was my, 
first full Thanksgiving straight up from uh, appetizing a salad to, you know, full on turkey, ham, dressing, desserts. So it was, it was all on me. Wow. So it's, it, that was a test. <laughs> That's where it really began. <laughs> was that the time frame that you knew, like, or was it before that, before you went to, obviously you went to culinary school that you knew you were going to be a chef, but what was it like, when did you know, like, even when you, when you were in this, doing this hobby that you knew that you were going to be, you know, not only just a chef, but, you know, a chef that other people could look up to. Um, I think around, um, I, I, I guess you could say around 18, 18, 18. Years old, 17, 18 years old. Yeah. Um, that's, I really began to hone in the, okay. So, you know, you sit there, uh, you go out to culinary school and then you're like, you know, you, you can do this. You can make this happen. And you just, let's just put a hundred percent into it. Wow. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, and what I love about, you know, you know, your, you know, your passion, you know, something like I said, you've, you've been doing this your whole life and, you know, it's, it's, it, it can't be said for a lot of people. A lot of people may not, you know, end up not finding their passion or their purpose until later in life. Usually it could be a midlife crisis, you know, a change in career and something where they originally started at something, but that's not really what they wanted to do. And it's something that, you know, you followed your path, you believed in your path. And something here at Sustainable Success, we, you know, we, we strongly stand by in terms of that you have to believe in yourself. You have to honor your strengths and, and, and honor your core values and principles. Talk about the importance of that. I mean, even if this applies to if anybody that's listening that's a chef or interested in cooking, where this could be anything, anything that they want to pursue. Talk about from your perspective, the importance of really honoring your yourself and, and, and really believing in yourself and your capabilities and, and leveraging your strengths in, in, these, in, in following your passion. Well, I mean, I, I think it, um, I think it, it reaches far beyond cooking. It doesn't matter, you know, what your pursuits in life are, but, um, at, at the end of the day, your, your day starts and ends with you. You know, it, it starts, uh, you know, you, you wake up in the morning, you're getting ready, you look in the mirror, you're washing your face, brushing your teeth, going through that, those motions. And, you know, you have to ask yourself, you know, what, what will I do to have the best day possible? Would I accomplish everything to have the best day possible? And um, you, you go go throughout and, and achieve those goals that you set for the day. You know, but then when you, when you get home, and you wind it down, you have to ask yourself those same questions. Did I achieve what I want to achieve to the fullest potential? What could I do better? How can I get better for tomorrow or the next day or the next day? So it's, it's the level of accountability, not that people hold on you, but that you hold on yourself. Yeah. So you have to really push yourself to the limit to really get better every day and hone your craft and, you know, whatever you do. No, it's so true. So true. You know, in terms of like, you know, were there, I mean, talk about like when you were guests, you know, going, when you knew you were going to become a chef, you know, at the time, what was like, you know, where did you start? Did you feel like, hey, I'm going to go work in a restaurant or, you know, was there a certain area or did you pretty much say, hey, I knew I had my aspirations. I'm going to be my, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to have my own restaurant or, you know, I'm going to have my own niche, so to speak. Talk about like a little bit about like your vision when you knew that you were, this was going to be a, you know, a career for you. Um, I think uh, the, the vision started out as wanting to focus to be a, a pastry chef, you know, that was, that was the vision. But as I grew, as I, I came up in their ranks, um, I got, I got a taste of everything. So you, your focus changes. You know, you, you want to grasp, grasp all the knowledge you can where, you know, it's the hot side, where it's garbage, where it's, you know, the hotline or, you know, just sauces, butchery work. So it's like you want to learn every aspect of, of, of what you do. So that, that was my goal to really, uh, really achieve in this industry. And it really changed for me, you know, to now that, okay, in my mind, okay, 
every chef wants a restaurant. That's that's a goal for a lot of chefs, but you know, you really have to expand your your brand, expand your your your, your niche, your style of cuisine to really have something different for people to come to you. Mm. So you know, how, how do you how do you find that? How do you find that place? Because I could do Cajun Creole, but there's a thousand, ten thousand other chefs that can do Cajun Creole as well. So how do you yeah. how do you find that balance? You know, so how do you use? Okay, I've, I've cooked in Louisiana, cooked in New York, I've cooked in Atlanta, now cooking California. So what can I do to bring all this together to create something different, to create something special? So that's that's where I'm at today. That's what I'm introducing to uh, Los Angeles. You know, my style, but in a whole different light. Mm. Yeah, just putting your your touch on it, you know, and, you know, Mm -hmm. and again, I guess it's not necessarily what always makes it unique, I guess, but what makes it really compelling to, you know, to the people, you know, the people that are going to want to, you know, you know, taste your cuisine and, and so forth. And, and, you know, and so I guess, you know, we have a few minutes to the break, but would you safe to say that, you know, it was a process, right? Like, you know, you had as a chef, aspiring chef that really wants to really, make a difference in, in, in this, in this area that you really got to embrace the process that, you know, Hey, yes, we all want to have our own restaurant, our own niche, whatever the case may be, but you just can't jump into it. You got to kind of build up to it to make sure that, you know, that you, you know, you're, you're doing the things that are going to be necessary to sustain it. Once you're there, once you get there to sustain it going forward, would it be safe to say that? Oh, it's definitely safe to say that. It's, it's definitely safe to say you have to trust the process and in the same time, you have to surround yourself with people that, that believe in you that can push you to uh, achieve those goals. Mm. No, that's so true. Yeah, it's, I mean, one of the things here, you know, at Sustainable Success, you know, we've had, you know, you know, it's all about the process and, and that, and when you can embrace the process, that the results that you seek are just a byproduct of what you put into that process. Like a lot of times if you get caught up in, you know, the, the outcome or what you're, what you're striving for, you get lost in the process or there's no process at all. And it leads to mm-hmm. expectations that go unfulfilled. And then that leads to conflict and disappointment and so forth. So right. that, you know, you're able to, you know, and it, would it, would it be safe to say that when you're going through this process, yeah, you're going to have some setbacks, you're going to have some, you know, some successes, there's going to be a, you know, kind of a, like a, almost like a seesaw, you're going back and forth, but yet you're always moving through the process to get you where it be. So we got a less than a minute. I just wanted to see if you had any, before our break, just anything you want to, you know, sum up with the, uh, with the process based upon your experience. Well, I think if, if you don't have setbacks, you can't have success. Mm. You know, er, everything has a lesson, lesson or, or teaching that can, um, help you not only grow in your profession, but help you grow as a person. So it's, um, that, that that's the point of yeah of, of success. It's, it's it's all all a lesson learned, you know. So yeah, that no, is, that's the, that's the I think that's the way we have to approach it. No, I I agree with you. I agree with you. Well, we have to get go to break, but we got more to come here with Ryan Rodino again from childhood hobby into sustainable success. He has cooked for many celebrities, and we we got more to come. So we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. 
The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. Uh, Again, we're here with Ryan Rodino. Again, we're talking about from childhood hobby into sustainable success. If you're just joining us again, you can listen to the show in its entirety here at Voice American Influencers Channel under Sustainable Success or on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. We encourage you to reach out to us there, not only for the uh, shows and uh, many of the great guests that we have, but also for you know things that you you know you want to bounce off of us with you dealing with the coronavirus issue and how this impacting your business and your personal life. We'd be more than happy to help you. So feel free to reach out to us there, or you can reach out to us here at Voice America Influencer Channel Sustainable Success. So. Again, Ryan, we were talking a little bit about the process of what your journey and experience was from from childhood to where you are today, uh, working with celebrities and you know major luxury brands in terms of you know your cuisine. You know, let's talk a little bit about you know here at Sustainable Success, we are you know it's all about again creating experiences and what's important to your customers you serve or the niche you serve. You know, again, this I'm speaking in general, of course, to people that are are listening. But from your perspective, mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, as a chef and, you know, and, and you know, talk about the experiences that you've created for some of the celebrities that you've served and luxury brands. Um, I mean, I think what the experiences that I've, I've been able to create is um, really showing them who, who I am uh, as a person and, and showing them what my style of food brings to their palate. You know, when I when I'm doing um, events, dinner parties, my my goal is to really bring the restaurant to them, so they they get a sense of okay. Not only has he done the the personal side, but he's he's also done the restaurant side too, so he he can he can balance balance off any way. So, from for me, um, not not only as giving them experience, but, you know, for, for myself, I have to leave them with, you know, is, is this something that they're going to remember? Is it just a dinner or is it an experience? So, um, you, you put your best foot forward, you kind of reach, reach for different styles of, of food that can really, um, tantalize the palate and just keep them one for more. So you're setting them up for a story throughout each menu. So that's, that's that's uh, one of the goals that I I really push forward to when I'm doing dinner parties or events. Mm. So you were saying, like in this case, with like let's say if we were doing so, this this would be at an event or a dinner party, so to speak. And obviously, you know, at an event, there's going to be a theme. There's going to be you know certain things going on. Same at a dinner party, you know, very similar. Mm-hmm. So it, it it can't just be about just food itself. It's got to be about the experience and what they're going to you know, you know, with, with the food and, you know, and then I guess there's, you know, you got your, you got your appetizer, you may have a salad, you might be the main course and mm-hmm. there's you know, dessert and stuff like that. So talk about the importance of, you know, that process and, you know, why, why that creates such a, a you know, a remarkable, well, in this case, a memorable experience for someone that, that it's not just going out to any place to go get a bite to eat or going to any event and just having some food. You know, that's something that right. that's part of something they'll remember and with the experience. Well, I, I think it's uh, t- to me, not, not only for myself, but other chefs that 
you know, sit down and write menus and write, write dinner menus, you're, you're able to tell them a little bit about yourself through food. Tell them about your story. Tell them about your passions. You know, what, what food excites you, you know, that you want them to experience as well. You know, from, you know, from the appetizer uh, to, you know, you, you just to start a course. So you're introducing them to maybe it may be something like, depends on the time of year, maybe it can be uh, something flavorful. So you, you as a chef, you set the tone for the evening with that, that what, with that one bite, you know, cause that, that can really tell how the rest of the, the dinner is going to entail. So it's just like writing a book or writing a poem or things like that. You have to, uh, you know, present it on different levels. So there, there's anticipation, there's want for more. And once you reach the dessert, that's just, just the final touch, the final ending that, you know, you leave them with something. So it's, it becomes memorable. Because in, in cases of, I've, I've been able to do that and it's been repeat customers and they come up to me and I remember that, that meal from last time, you know, and that, that really, you know, it really means a lot for me because, you know, the job was executed well, the job was done. And now it's, it's my job now to take them to another level. So each, each time you have to really bring them to uh, a different place. Mm. And would it be safe to, I mean, like I said, I mean, you know, you know, if we're talking in general about customer experience, you know, when you create an, when you help to create an experience where, you know, they're, they're doing their part, right. You know, somehow you get them involved mm-hmm. in, in the whole, you know, the, the experience of the cuisine that's, you know, that they're going to enjoy and all that. And, you know, based upon when people have great experiences, obviously they refer people. I mean, that just usually what mm-hmm. happens. And, but a lot of times, I think a lot of times people get caught up in numbers, right? They're like, oh, you know, I just got to, you know, I just, I got to bring in new people. I got to bring in new people. I got to bring, and that's fine, mm-hmm. but, but yet they could be, you know, they could be, you know, focusing and delivering value to the, you know, their, their current customers and knowing that, that if they can generate referrals, that's a more sustainable model than just just looking to just get people in, you know, and then, you know, they're, 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 some people come in, they're out, they come in, they're out, and, and you're constantly churning people, so to speak. So I guess from a, mm-hmm. in your business, you know, obviously people come into restaurants and they come, you know, they might, you might see them once and you never see them again. I mean, they might be whatever, they might be traveling. Talk mm-hmm. about like the importance, like when, if you're looking at this from, you know, with, with events, dinner parties or rest, you know, in, just if you have a restaurant, Talk about like the importance of really, you know, the, how you can get them involved to create that experience and to get them to refer people to you or, you know, to come um, in. You know, you, yeah. I, I think, you know, uh, in, in some instances, you, you can make it a hands-on experience. You know, you can, you know, allow them to uh, cook with you, you know, in, in some instances. And, uh create that aspect of it. I guess you could, I guess you could say a um, cooking class. If you want, if you mm-hmm. want to call it something, um, you could do that. You know, you can make, make the dishes fun. So it's more interactive than um, you just, you just sitting down eating dinner. So that, that's another aspect of it. So, but um, I think just like in anything, other, other, other besides cooking or whatever you do, you let the product speak for itself. So when the product speaks for itself, the referrals come. So you don't have to force it. It's it's just allowed to become natural. Mm, that's so true. That's so true. And I, I for one, know personally, and I've you know I've traveled all over the world, and uh, and you know, and I'm, I've, I appreciate good cuisine. I just you know I call it, I guess I'm a foodie, uh, but nonetheless, I. I, you know, when I have a great experience, I'm like one of the first people that, you know, I always, ref- I will refer somebody. If somebody says, hey, if you're going to be in mm-hmm. LA, you're going to be in San Francisco or New York or whatever, you know, and somebody, you know, when I'm talking to them, I'll always refer them to, you know, a restaurant to say, hey, while you're there, you've got to check out this place or, 
if they're, you know, at an event and maybe I know who the, you know, if I, if they, if they have the same caterer there, you know, Mm -hmm. I'll recommend that person, you know, you know, make sure they go to that event, you know, not just for the food, of course. I mean, obviously they got to go there for other things for the, that relate to their business, but nonetheless plays an important role in a way because you got to eat and so, so forth. So what are some of the things that you could recommend? I mean, to people here now, granted, not everybody here is going to be, like you said, in the food industry or would be, you know, I'm not going to be a chef, but it could be, you know, it could be any profession, any, it could be sales. It could be people running their own businesses, you know, people that are business leaders in, in their companies. From your perspective, what would you be able to do to talk about, you know, how they can go about, what are some steps they can prepare to, you know, help create that experience based upon what you've talked about already, but maybe just to kind of break it down for them, you know, that, so they could use something, you know, they could take away. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that um, even for my, for myself, uh, speaking on that, um, this, just the power to be authentic, uh, be authentic with your product, be, be authentic with yourself. And, you know, these things will shine within itself because, you know, pe- people can see that, you know, people can see when something's forced and um, you try, sometimes you're just trying too hard when you don't have to, you know. So um, authenticity and consistency is uh, are two, two important factors that um, I think people can show or should consider when they're trying to present their product or present their brand. You know, because um, that's that's what's worked well for me. You know, because people see my, they see my food, they taste my food, and they know they understand me better as a person than as as a brand too, which ties hand in hand. You made an interesting point there, and it's it's sometimes not just about what you do, but why you do what you do. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like. Think about if there if there was a, a realtor, right? If you're a realtor and somebody comes in, they're moving into the area, and there there could be ten thousand realtors in a sixty mile radius, either part time, somewhere in between, or experienced realtors. Why are they going to pick one realtor over the other? Are they, are they just going to go to Google and say, "Oh yeah, I'll take that one"? No, I'm not saying that can't happen. It it does, but right. a lot of times it's going to be based upon not just what they do, but why they do what they do, their values, their principles. Who that person is, can they relate and understand? You just pointed that out, and, you, and, it, and I know that came out several times during the first uh, segment of the show, and then also here when we started the second. Talk about the importance of that from your perspective. Um, I think you know when when people are looking at something, people are looking at a service. You know, they're they're in tune to what they're comfortable with, and they they can read it. You know, you may not think so, but people are reading you, reading your style, reading your brand, and they're going to approach what's comfortable for them. So that's why I always say, you know, you know, be, be disciplined in what you do, be authentic and be consistent and everything else will take care of itself. Mm. Yeah. And those are, I mean, I love the authenticity and, you know, that's a core value, uh, which is very important and or transparency, whatever, how you want to call it. Because I I, I think when you're authentic and transparent, you know, you're real. People can relate to you and they understand you and vice versa. You can relate to them and understand them. And obviously that's going to be most important when it comes to, you know, building a not only a sphere of influence, but, you know, building a strong client base that they can trust you and they trust you because you can relate to them and understand them. And those are the people that want to keep coming back. Those are the people that want to refer. They want to see you do good because you do, you're doing good for them. You know, it's not that it's got to be reciprocal, you know, it's not that, uh, but, you know, again, depending upon somebody's business here, but, but nonetheless, they, they're, it's not just about what you do. It's, it's why you do what you do. And, I'm it's so glad that you, you, you pointed that out. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> no, it's, it's also how you, how you do it too. You know, it's yeah. No, it is too. It is too. No question. You know, it's it, not like if you weren't if you weren't a, if you weren't a good cook, but you were a great guy. Yeah, of course. It's got to. There's got to be a. You know, there's got to be a, a combination there. No question. So you know, 
you know, in terms of like, you know, uh, you know, it, we're, we got a few, about three minutes left to our next break. Talk about like when, you know, when we talk about those values and principles, how can, how do you kind of interject that into what you do? Like with the cuisine, the experience you create, it's not that you're coming out and telling people, Hey, I'm authentic and I'm this, you know, <laughs> but yet they just know that they just know it. How did, so talk about how would you think they, they know that? Like what would be, you know, how they would perceive that from their perspective? Um, I, I think well, I, I can't speak for everybody else, but I can speak for myself. Um, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's the life lessons that's been instilled in you as a child. You know, you know, how real can you be? How, how authentic can you be? You know, you always taught, you only, you only as good as your last meal. Mm. So you have to put your best foot forward. You know, in anything you do, you have to put your best foot forward. So it can be, it could be anything. It could be, you can make a, a pot of soup, a pot of gumbo, you know, but what, what will you do to make it uh, taste great uh, or taste better than the last, you know? So, and that, that's in anything you do. What will you do to make it better than the last? So, um, and just have, having the discipline to be consistent and, and do that over and over and over again. You know, when I was in, you know, when I was in culinary school, they always used to say the first thousand don't count. So it always takes practice after practice after practice. So you have to really be repetitive in, in what you do. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And you, you got to be repetitive. You got to be consistent. That's what's so important. Mm-hmm. You know, when people are consistent in, you know, how they, you know, relate to people, how they communicate to people, how they understand people and and consistent with their, you know, not that you're going to be perfect, but that you're consistent with your, you know, the, you know, with the quality of what you put out in terms of, in this case, right. with, with food. Yeah, not, nothing would be perfect. Cooking's cooking's trial and error, you know. So it's it's just getting uh, better day after day. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so mm. that's the um, that that's that's the the path I take. That's the path I take every day. You know, no matter what it is, it can be an event. It can be um, meal planning. It, it can be anything. Anything that 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 involves my craft. You know, you go, you go put your best foot forward. Mm. And there you go right there. You know, again, it's not about perfection. It, it's about, you know, showing up to be your best, not, you know, to be the best means that, you know, that there's perfection. There, there's going to be, that's, that's hard to, to you know, hard to, ma- to master, so to speak. So, but, uh, but if you could show mm-hmm. up to be your best and, and, and be consistent, like you said, it, it's so important. We got less than a minute yes. uh, to our break. Uh, here, uh, Ryan. Any uh, other thoughts that you want to leave the audience before we come back for the or, or after the break? Um, hmm, <laughs> that's, that's a good question. Any, any anything to uh, final? I mean, anything to sum up? You know what we talked <laughs> about with you know with the values. Anything like that we got about thirty seconds. You can even be just ten. I can close it up from there. Yeah, I think with um, with everything going on now with. Um, with the virus and everything, I think it's, this is an opportunity for a lot of people to really, you know, build a brand and really find, find what works for them, find their passion, you know, yeah. if, if they haven't, you know, so this is a, a great opportunity since, you know, we're all quarantined. We have, we have some idle time on our hands, so we can, you know, find these things to really push forward. Mm, that's great. Absolutely. Again, everybody, we're uh, we were talking about from childhood hobby into sustainable success here with uh, Ryan Rondino. Again, we got to go to break, but we'll be right back. We got more to come. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem 
The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. Yeah, again, we're talking about from childhood hobby into sustainable success. We're here with celebrity chef uh, Ryan Rondino. Again, if you're just joining us, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today on the Voice American Influencers channel under Sustainable Success. And, of course, our Facebook page, which you can listen to anytime at Sustainable Success 2017. Again, today's show is being brought to you by Empowered Fathers in Action, a 501c3 organization dedicated to strengthening the father-son bonding process and also helping families to create interdependent family structures free from limited beliefs with through effective communication, behavioral modification, and transparent leadership. Check them out at efamovement.org. That's efamovement.org. Well, Ryan, I mean, you have just shared a wealth of information here, you know, just really providing a lot of great insight in terms of your journey, something that you started in your childhood and and that even today still love what you do. And there's so it's such a rare thing, which is sad, right? You know, you wish there were more people that could (laughs) be doing what they love to do since they were a child and you've done so much and you're such an inspiration for not only people, you know, other chefs and in the, uh, in your industry, but you know, people in general. So, uh, you know, I wanted to make this about, you know, you now, I wanted to talk about some of the, the, the celebrities and some of the luxury brands that you've served specifically, you know, to kind of get to know what, you know, about when they were, you know, sampling or, you know, enjoying your cuisine, you know, some of the things, some of your experiences with them. I think it's it's been a lot of events, a lot of events. Um, the the last last ones we talked about was like uh, ESPYS and Emmys, um, especially the ESPYS. Um, I was able to uh, cook for, provide some small bites for. Uh, you 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 met so many athletes um, from all over the place with compliment after compliment after compliment. Um, you know, people like Dwight Howard, uh, uh-huh. some uh, NFL players, Terrell Owens, people like that. And it's just been nothing but um, uh, love that's been shown towards uh, my cuisine. You know, granted, you know, you know, for I, even for Dwight, you know, um, he, he's he's turned to a really health conscious lifestyle. He, he always told me I, I would get him in trouble. <laughs> you know, with, with uh, <laughs> when I was when I was presenting, I was like, you know, uh, you know, slow, slow down, you know, just take one at a time. You know, you gotta eat the whole thing, <laughs> you know. But um, um, those things, you know, it's 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 rewarding to hear people say that. You know, it's, it's rewarding to really, really people enjoy see people enjoy and compliment your foods. You know, you you you're humble. I'm, I'm humbled with the situation and. It, it helps me um, uh, create better cuisine as, as I approach them. You know, because I've even had some that, um, that you know, they'll challenge you, you know, challenge you to create the uh, best cuisine, you know, no menu, nothing, you know, just just do what you do. You know, I, I've had one, um, Robert Smith, came in from fishing. Yeah. You know, if we fish for the day, we caught some fish, let's see what you can do. And not in, literally, he know fish is my. I mean, well, seafood is my uh, strong point. He didn't know. I didn't tell him that. He didn't have to know that. But um, 
we, we killed them, killed them that night, you know. Um, so it's, like I said, it's, it's always rewarding to see people um, compliment and enjoy your food. Yeah. And Robert Smith, I remember Robert Smith. Uh, he was uh, NFL running back, NFL running back for the Minnesota Vikings. Retired early, and I believe he became a lawyer. Right? He got into law. No, this is this is not that Robert Smith. Oh, you not know, that Robert Smith. Robert a different Smith. one. Okay. This, this is the Robert Smith that um, he's um, on the corporate side. He, oh, the corporate he's, side. Um, got it. Yes, um, investment banker. Yep. Uh, Golden Sachs now has his own uh, company um, all, all throughout the uh, U.S. So yep. he's, he's done some things actively for a community, uh, paid off uh, scholarships for graduates at Morehouse, things like that. So it was, it was definitely an honor to really cook for him and, you know, soak, soak up some of his knowledge, too. And that's, that, that's another side to, to it. You're able to soak up some of the knowledge of how they made it, what their successes are, you know, just take, you know, take the little tidbits that they give you to really achieve for yourself. Well, that's true. Let's talk about that. I think that's very important because again, you know, you know, while you're providing an experience, you're providing joy, you know, for, for these types of individuals, but at the same token, these are people that, you know, that are experienced at what they do. They're, they're thought leaders at what they do. And they got a lot to give as well. So, you know, it's a give or take, right? So talk about right. some of the things like, you know, what you've received. Because you we, we talked about what you've given here today and what you've given to the audience. Talk about some of the things that you received from some of the people that you've served uh, as, as a chef. Well, I mean, you receive, um, you receive life lessons on you know, pushing, pushing yourself to the limit. I mean, I, I think, I think we've all seen the memes from Will Smith or the videos from Will Smith all over the place. Um, I've, I've had the chance to hear him, you know, in person, you know, I, I've had a chance to hear, you know, the levels of push yourself, be encouraged, you know, strive to be the best you can be. I've heard these things in person. So I've always taken that and used that to what I do now. You know, just it allows me to be the best that I can be. It's true. I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I've been in similar situations where I've, you know, rubbed elbows with certain high level people in business and sports. And and it, and it is a give or take, you know, you know, again, it's, mm-hmm. it's so much stuff that you could take away from just even a, 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 a simple conversation. It could be, you know, for not even yeah. for 10 minutes and you could you know, walk away with something that could really, you know, kind of let you could look within and how that relates to you and how that can maybe help you in, in, in maybe in a situation where you are in your life or business. Right. And, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's not a conversation. Uh, sometimes it's, you just sit back and watch them work. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Watch, that's true. Uh, Talk, I, 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 I want to hear that's it. That's something important. That's uh, observing others. Because you you've been the example for others, but like talk about from your perspective how by observing someone and how that's you know helped you. Um, I mean, through, just throughout observing uh, people is or observing like different clients, um, it's it's helped take my work ethic to another level. I've always thought I worked hard, but watching them, I, I felt like a part-time worker. You know, so it's it, it helps you really structure, you know, there's a difference between being busy and there's a difference between being productive. So it helps you structure that and really um, enhance your, enhance the way, the way you move in life. Yeah, so it's so true. I've, I've, I'm a big thing, like I, you know, because I, I do a lot in the communication area and I'm a big believer in, you know, not only being the example, but also observing others because it, it gives you an opportunity how to relate and understand them, you know, by observing how they interact with others, how they maybe behave in certain situations, and how yes. they communicate and so forth. No, it's so true, so mm-hmm. true. Yes, or so, even on how they how they how they treat you, you know, you know, treat you with the respect, you know, just as you give them the respect, you know, because even though you you working for them, 
you know, they give you the respect just as you're an, you're an equal. So uh, even though you are equal. So um, that, that's what I definitely uh, took from it. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's so important. And, and like you said, it, it just kind of, just kind of, you know, gives you an idea of, you know, certain things that, you know, that play align with your values and principles and some things that you can use to maybe say, Hey, I can maybe connect better with people as I saw what he or she was doing. And, and I think that's uh, really, really important. Anything that you want to talk about, like, because we have a, a few minutes left, you know, three minutes left till the end of the show. And I want to leave, leave a, at least a minute and a half to let people know where to find you um, and you get to know you and so forth. But just anything for a minute, like anything, like, was there any, like, with any of these celebrities or companies you work with, like something that stood out, like some defining moment that you have that you would like to share? I think with... Um with, with working with companies, um, this, this what, you know, learning and understanding how they, how they put it all together, you know, what it, what it took, you know, getting all vendors, companies, you know, just to reenact and, you know, get, show, show their service, their product to, to the, um, the public, you know, that's, that's always been, I've, I've taken that, and, you know, kind of used it for how I present e- even my, my line of products, my, my spices and things like that. Um, what would I want from it? You know, um, the quality of it, the enhancement, you know, it's, when you look at luxury products, you're looking at, yep. you know, you, you're actually speaking uh, of them, you know, and that's, that's the way, same way I, I um, approach with my, my seasoning line. You're actually having me in your kitchen, but it's it, it's spices. So you, you've got a piece of me in your kitchen that you yeah. can really help help to enhance your your food. Food, yeah. So that, that's what you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the brand. Well, it's it's all uh, about the brand. Absolutely. Well, I can't. I want to thank you, Ryan, for sharing your you know your experience, your journey, your wisdom here today with the audience for sustainable success. We it was an honor to have you here today. I would like to just give about we only have about less than a, about a minute, but uh, just to let the audience know where can they find you and get to know you better. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at um, Rondino Culinary Designs or you know um, Rondino Spice Collection, and you can also. Um, I'm at home on Instagram at NolaChef212 and at Rondino Culinary or my, my website, which is um, RondinoCulinaryDesigns.com. Um, I'm on Twitter at Chef Ryan Rondino, LinkedIn, Chef Ryan Rondino, or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Chef Ryan Rondino, just to learn some tidbits or how we, how we cook, especially in a time like this where everybody's yeah. uh, at home, at home cooking. So, you know, some simple dishes you can learn. So um, this is where I am. Look me up. I would love to speak with you. Great. Well, Ryan, we want to thank you so much for taking time out of your uh, your morning here to join us here at Sustainable Success. Guests, our listeners, we, we respect you each and every week uh, coming to listen uh, to Sustainable Success, to the many great guests that we have here. Again, we encourage you again to stay safe, stay at home. And again, look for the blessings and opportunities disguised in the challenges that you're facing right now. Uh, and do what you can to keep yourself safe, but you know, look for the opportunities that you can come out ahead after we get back to whatever that new normal is. But again, we are here to support you at Sustainable Success, and we wish everyone a prosperous rest of your day, and we'll see you next Thursday. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.